Hey guys, on this episode of EdTech, we're going to be talking with James King and the AV group that he created on Slack for higher ed tech, uh, for higher ed tech folks. All this and more on EdTech. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is EdTech, episode 88, AV Slack Group. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by Crestron. This is EdTech, the Higher Ed Tech Monthly Podcast. I'm your host, Bill O'Donnell, and this month I am joined by Mr. Ernie Bailey. How are you, sir? I'm doing just fine. Good. We also have James King from Stockton University. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. Thank you. Good to hear you. Uh, also, we've got Mr. Scott Tyner. How are you, sir? Hey, Bill. Nice to be back. I'm doing well. Good. And as always, Mr. Rob Raspberry. How are you, sir? Doing great. Always great to be with you guys. Oh. All right. So first off, uh, we actually brought James on as uh, he runs a uh, AV group on Slack. And it's mostly for, you know, higher ed professionals such as ourselves and anything. Um, I can always, you know, wax on about these things, but James, you know, if you want to uh, explain, explain to folks what the group is for and, you know, how this uh, helps out with the fine folks in higher ed. Sure. Uh, thank you, Bill, for allowing to talk about the Slack group. So basically, I created the group um, from following people on Twitter, and I was like, you know, there's a lot of smart, educated uh, higher ed people in AV, and get everyone together and be able to discuss equipment and setups without the fear of being a uh, sale pitch. I uh, was saying, oh, don't buy that equipment, buy this equipment and be more of helping each other. Mm -hmm. So that's what this group started out to be and it's the way we're keeping it. It's really geared just for people in higher ed, AV, IT. Uh, we got about 58 members right now on there mm -hmm. and uh, it kind of really blew up since COVID because we're all sitting there going, how are you doing this? How are you doing that? Um, so it's really, um, I feel the exchange of knowledge is really well done there. Yeah, that's the thing that uh, I think a lot of folks, you know, we all look at it and it's not, you know, with the, as I say, with the exception of some of the stuff that Ernie deals with and anything, um, everyone, listen, everyone's out to just go and say, how do I make this easier? How do I make this better? Uh, you know, I tried doing this, this work. I tried doing that. That doesn't work. Uh, my all-time favorite is still to this day that uh, I knew an associate of mine who had to deal with a tech call, and that was uh, someone decided to hook up the Crestron system to the DMX theater lighting system. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's one of those ones where, like, I heard that and I'm going, okay, why the two of those are mixing? But, you know, once again, that's one of those just, you know, hey, that's cool. Um, I have no idea what the application is. But anyway, um, but, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not to say, like, you know, oh, AMX could do this better. Oh, Crestron could do that better. It's, no, like, what actually works for you? Because there have been times where um, I've found a product just talking with folks and, or, you know, there was a unique application. My, in fact, my all-time favorite memory is uh, uh, Ernie Bailey. Uh, it was, uh, uh, he was teaching me about a couple of things. And one of them was 
Uh, Ernie, we were on the Infocom show floor, and there were two two products you ended up telling me about. One was the Williams uh, Sound or Williams AV stuff, yeah. in which um, they were uh, moving over into doing audio over IP. So instead of you know us having to constantly have like the uh, the um, uh, hearing hearing aid or hearing reinforce uh, hearing reinforcement uh, equipment and everything, you can just turn it into your smartphone. Uh, and then the other one was. Uh, Ernie, help me out for here for a second. It was uh, it was a no, microphone no, manufacturer. It, yeah, uh, yeah. Who was it? Uh, it? It wasn't Clock Audio. No, was, uh, Earthworks. Yeah, <laughs> they had some of the most unique uh, um, mic applications, and I just kind of went, "Wow!" But you know, the, the no sales. You. Yes, <laughs> it was for the right. Rockhead. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now, Grant, I don't think our, our music department or our, our, our theater department's going to go for it, but still, it was just one of those, like, yeah, you, you, you take it from friends, and, and that's yeah. how you go with that. We didn't uh, put in the OR either, so. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, like I said, James, so, uh, so far, what's been some of the, like, do you, now, do you have, like, subgroups within it, or do you have, like, uh, like specified channels, or is it just everyone's, like, you know, like, like ye olden bulletin board uh, system? So as Scott uh, mentioned last month, um, which again, Scott, thanks for bringing it up. It is broken up into sections. Um, so we have a AVIP section uh, channel. Uh, we have a uh, coding. Uh, right now, one of the big ones is the COVID-19. Uh, so that one's really taken off of how people are handling things. Um, another one that's taken off is uh, equipment discussion. So someone be like, oh, I'm using a Shure uh, microphone, and this is what we're doing. What do you guys think about it type deal? Um, another one, we have events. So anytime there's events going out, we post in there so people know what kind of events are going on. Uh, we, of course, have the general. We have a networking one. Um, then, of course, the one I got from another group I had, it's called Oh Shiny. It's basically showing off what you did. Uh, training and then uh, unified communication. Those are right now the channels I have. But as I told the group, is you come up with one, I'll create it. It's it's not really me saying this is how the group is run. It's more of here's it is. Let's run it as a group. Now I'm actually kind of curious. But at least when you say unified communications, I mean you know, granted that's a wide range and everything. But I'm got I've got a sneaking suspicion there are definitely still some folks who are going and saying. Okay, I have Zoom, and then I have some folks who have WebEx. How do I marry the two together? Or I'm, I'm sure there's at least some discussion of, of things like that in there. Yeah, that one hasn't taken off as much. Um, actually, I've been one I've been posting more in there is because uh, I have um, I've been running into problem with a uh, Logitech system, and I, mm. I actually think I worked out. And actually, mm. one of the members on there, Don Monday, yeah, Donovan, he's been very helpful with me on this. Um, basically, I was having the, the Logitech group system, and they, the camera kept locking up. Mm. And, and even after updating firmwares and stuff, it just we would lock up in a position. So we worked out all that details, but that was kind of how I created that channel. So it really hasn't taken off yet, saying, oh, we're trying to do this or that. Uh, but maybe it will once we get back into swinging things. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. I think it's you know right now we're in the the tail end of uh, well, depending on where you are, yeah. 
Uh, you know, if you're in California, not so much. Uh, if you're in Florida, definitely no. But uh, at least here in New Jersey, um, we're still, we're, like my school has already submitted a uh, reopening package and everything, or at least, you know, folks for us to get back into classrooms and everything. Um, yeah, it, I have a feeling it'll probably pick up only because, uh, A, you know, well, you know as well as I do, there are going to be some folks who you're going to have faculty members who are like, oh, um, I didn't get an exception. I have to actually teach on class but or on campus. Um, can I do this from my office or can I do this? And there, once again, we're going to be it's, it's going to be, OK, how do we how do we go and marry up uh, a system either in Zoom and with classroom that doesn't have a PC and, you know, X, Y and Z. So, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if, uh, you know, you end up, uh, as I say, that that uh, side of things ends up growing only because we're, we're going to be putting, I've, I have a feeling we're going to start putting UC into more spaces that were more, as I could put it, non-traditional spaces. Kind of agree with you there. I see that happening a lot more. Yeah. Um, you know, like in our case, um, our CIO went full in on WebEx and our faculty went and said, we want Zoom. And they went straight to the president and the president said, okay, get an enterprise license for Zoom. Thanks. And we're like, but we have WebEx. He's like, yeah. You know, go and get Zoom. So on the back end, and Rob's already smiling and just laughing because it's like, it's a branding thing. I, I Listen, yeah. there are good and bad points to all of them. That's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. You know, we, we've, you know, it's been talked on this, uh, on this, uh, this podcast a couple of times and that there are things that certain manufacturers do that's absolutely bulletproof and there's some other stuff where you're like, yeah, that, that needs to go back in the oven. So... Yeah, we're, as I say, if anything, I'm just looking at it of, okay, I'm just waiting for Logitech to kind of come up with their own, uh, their own uh, uh, touch panel, basically, for, you know, they're, they're already working on, I'm sure they're already working on things. I mean, like Polycom already has gotten it to where their, their, uh, um, their software, jeez, uh, um, oh, it's not homogenous, uh, androgynous, there we go. So, anyways. I thought you were going to uh, say agnostic. But you know, yeah. <laughs> is it? Yeah, it's, you know what? I listen. I'm in my office right now. There's no AC. I'm just gonna blame it on that. Okay, like my like my my office is just slowly turning into a convection oven, considering the hot air coming out of here. Yeah, that's right. I jumped on the grenade. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways. Uh, yeah. So, if anything, uh, James, where can the where can folks uh, find uh, find the group at and everything? Do they like email you? Do they just like put it out on? Do they just start pinging you on Twitter? I mean, you know, what are they gonna uh, do? Yeah. Either uh, you can email me at james.king at stockton.edu, or you can uh, DM me on uh, Twitter, or I'm also on LinkedIn as well. Mm -hmm. So those two platforms can uh, you can send me a message on there. Uh, my Twitter handle is av underscore james king. And uh, pretty simple. And okay. Yep. Um, it, all really I'm looking for right now or uh, the group is looking for is a uh, EDU address. So we verify that you're in higher education and um, we'll add you in. Okay. So, all right. Moving on to, as I say, so once again, thank you. Thank you, James. Um, moving on, we're just going to, we're going to be uh, looking at an article from uh, AV Network. Uh, specifically, it was written by a good friend of mine, uh, Margo Duali. And it's uh, covers on the topic of AV from anywhere, which, you know, 
once again, we've, as I say, if you've been dealing with COVID for the past couple of months, as we all are, um, you know, obviously a bunch of us have been learning how to do uh, work from home or working remotely, or if you're like Rob or Ernie, you're going, what work from home? Um, you know, it's, it, for them, it's just like, yeah, no, it's been nonstop. But in any event, it talks about how uh, folks have kind of adapted, about, adapted with doing uh, more remote work and doing more remote access. Uh, I can talk from my own personal experience in that um, when I was uh, doing stuff for pharmaceutical companies and everything, we never had a programmer on site. He simply just had, um, you know, network access and a VPN. And, uh, you know, anytime we had to do an update to the room or anything, uh, I would just start hitting him up on uh, either Twitter or, you know, I would DM him and everything. And uh, he would just go and upload the programming and everything. But I was still the monkey that had to be, you know, on site and testing everything out and saying, you know, hey, you know, like, uh, hey, you know, hey, Damon, uh, yeah, the, the clock's not working. Oh, okay. And all he did was he just deleted the clock on the touch panel file. So way to go fixing. Yeah, I know. Scott's just leaving me like, yeah. What <laughs> clock? Yeah, no. clock. Yeah, it's what? Nothing's broken. What are you talking about? <laughs> there was never a clock there. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. The, the worst part is that's happened more, more times than I want to admit to. Yeah. Hey, the date's wrong. Oh, I'll, I'll just take it out. <laughs> that's, a, that's a way to fix it. But anyway, um, like I said, it covers about things just kind of like it's, it is a push of everything's going over the network, which does bring us to, you know, a lot of us uh, have been doing the work from home and everything. And as things come back on, uh, back on campus, back online and everything else, um, you know, a number of us are hoping, hey, maybe, you know, we'll be able to do stuff uh, remotely from time to time. Now, I know from my own dealings with my own boss and the president of our university, they're going, uh-huh, yeah, no, you guys are, you guys are on campus. I, you know, you, <laughs> you have to put out fires. But I know for some of us, it's, uh, it's actually been a benefit, and uh, in some cases, it's even been a boon. Um, you know, before the show, Ernie, we were talking about this a little bit. Um, you guys have actually found a way to, you know, make, making uh, working from home actually save money, right? Uh, that's right. Uh, I mean, we, we moved some groups home and then determined that they can do their job just fine there. Um, mm -hmm. And they moved other people into the office space they had been been using that had that had previously been in lease space across town, brought them back onto campus and stopped paying the lease. You know, yeah. For, now on the on uh, the reverse on the reverse side though, they did make use of your classroom space for other things right now. Yes, though. yes. They've also uh, been we've been using our classroom space that weren't being used for classroom for uh, call centers and for uh, contact tracing. Uh, you know, most people know we. Uh, do have a hospital associated with our campus, or we have a campus associated with our hospital, I think is really how it is nowadays. <laughs> uh, but uh, so, you know, we've, we've utilized it. Uh, now we're in the process of trying to get these spaces back into classroom use. We've got most of them back. Mm -hmm. uh, I think now have, have two more weeks in the big room. Okay. Now the other question I have for you is, has, um, have they decided to then co-op the conference rooms or are those normally tend to be like departmental spaces and things of, things of that nature? Well, we have some departmental ones and we have some that are shared that my department manages. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, they have gone through, we've had our uh, 
infectious disease team control come through. You know, we have one of those here, and they determine the social spacing, the distances uh, for all the seats and how many rooms each room will seat. And they've pulled chairs out. They just pile the chairs up in the hallways, and they end up back in the rooms. So uh, we've determined that it's not our responsibility to make sure there's the right number of chairs in the room. Uh, so we let we let other people know the chairs are moving and uh, you know you can you can either have classrooms designed and maintained AV system wise or we can move furniture but we can't do both yeah that's um, for, for us uh, they've been either removing the chairs or uh, the other alternative thing that they've been doing and I know our, our, uh, our adjuncts are going to be you know less than pleased about this is shifting a number of classes to uh, twilight, uh, like to the uh, twilight hours and everything, which you know it's it's not ideal, but at the same time they're still trying to keep they're still trying to make sure that the students have all the access they have. Um, yeah, the other end of it is we're doing uh, we're doing this uh, pilot program called uh, High Flux, and um, it basically keeps the, the the classroom capacity or you know the student body count in the room to 50% or less so yeah. it's uh, it, we'll see it's it's going to be interesting um, yeah. we're we're doing some of that as well and uh, i'm meeting with one of our colleges uh, tomorrow to determine exactly how we're going to make all this work because they plan on like a third of the students come on wednesday or on monday a third on wednesday a third on friday to the lectures and the other two thirds stay at home and participate via Zoom or Blackboard Collaborate or whatever tool. And we're gonna discuss the tools and not trying to get them to narrow down to a tool. That's uh, the, 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 the flip end of that. And I'm gonna ask you this, Ernie. Um, and, and I know some folks are gonna cringe when I say this and everything. It's it's not a smart board, but I'm, I'm waiting for when at least our faculty are going to ask for uh, touch interface monitors because so far um, the provost and a couple other folks have said, well, you know, if you want to do that, you can just use the digital whiteboard instead of the whiteboard directly behind you. And you know, as well as I, writing something out via your hand versus writing something out via, via a mouse, it's two very different animals and everything. I guess, fortunately, we had that mm -hmm. conversation three years ago. So <laughs> most of my rooms have them. Yeah. Uh, so well, well, surprised, folks. Uh, you can, as you can tell by that statement alone, my school is going to be doing catch up. Well, I'm that's the one time I'm surprised we're actually ahead. Uh, but and it turned out we pay ten dollars a piece more for the displays for oh, the really? for the monitors. Are they uh, uh, Viewsonics? The, uh, they're all Dell. Huh? And we, I mean, we do, I mean we have a Dell truck come from. Uh, Texas to our campus at least once a day. Okay, we, I mean, we've got uh, 10,000 faculty and staff on campus. And uh, we actually, our, our, another part of our IT group actually charges a tax if you buy something besides a Dell for your, for your office computer. You, you pay the IT department because we know we're going to have to maintain it and all of our people are Dell certified. Uh, so if you, if you want uh, an HP or if you want uh, a MacBook, fine, you can have it. It costs you whatever the university pays plus $350, something like that. 
uh, to have it. So, yeah, James, uh, you were uh, you were you're about to say something. Yeah, we're, we're a Dell um, interface as well. We were for a long time. We we use uh, Atachi SAR boards, and then we moved to uh, smart boards, and the pens kept breaking and uh, you know are going missing. And then we found these Dell touchscreens, and they're cheap and they work mm -hmm. well. So we just hook them up, and we do have faculty who annotate on them. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the thing. I've um, I, I always laugh because our 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 our, um, our college of ed folks are very much like, oh, we need to have smart boards. And I look at the guys and I go, listen, even smarts getting out of the at times is getting out of that business. So like. How about this? I'll get you an Aquos, uh, an Aquos board, and we'll call it even. And they're like, "Oh, but I'm like, guys, watch!" And I can literally take like all ten fingers, and I go, "Listen, you can have ten points of contact on here." I'm like, "Now, if you have ten people trying to write on the screen all at the same time, I'm like, there's bigger issues." Yeah. <laughs> Just you know, if ten people are trying to do that, I'm like, "Yeah, good luck." It's in the same category as how uh, I always laugh how Mersive says, "Oh, you can have." you know, up to 256 people connected at the same time and this and that. And I'm like, if you're trying to show more than four pieces of content on a, on a, on a collaborative session at the same time, I'm like, what are you actually trying to accomplish? Yeah. 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 It's in that Jeff, it's in that Jeff Goldblum of, you know, Oh, no one ever said we, you know, we couldn't, it's, you know, whether we shouldn't, but anyway. Yeah. Um, so uh, once again, I've been uh, abusing uh, the time here and everything. So Scott or Rob, uh, I would love to hear uh, what your guys, what you guys, uh, as we're getting closer to, you know, folks on campus and everything. I know Rob's just like, Bill, I've never left this room. You know, <laughs> he, he, what, you, what you don't realize, folks, is in the corner, Rob I'm actually just has a, yeah, he actually has, he actually has a cot. <laughs> you just don't see it. Right. Or a sleeping <laughs> That's uh, right. Have to use the sink as the shower. It's horrible. <laughs> so uh, basically, as far as what we're doing here at Drexel, it's sort of a mix of stuff. So when we went completely online, uh, everyone but me uh, went remote and have worked from home uh, almost exclusively. And it's worked very well with Zoom. Any of the online stuff, it's been fantastic. So coming back to the high flex mode, and preparing for that, it's interesting because, I, you know, there's two groups. My, my collaboration group has been working excellent from home. And my, uh, we call them instructional media services group. They've been chomping at the bit to get back in because it's much more hands-on. So uh, we have integrators that have come in and taken a look at some of the classrooms. So some of my guys have started to come in. And there is an understanding that, you know, on that side of it, they're going to have to be, you know, hands-on. But uh, even then... Um, you know, we're trying to get the, the global viewer enterprise, you know, uh, vetted here so we can do some remote monitoring of classrooms and devices and, and things like that. And so also what's been happening is what we're doing is we're creating a, a few what we call pilot classrooms that have different technology in it. We're, we're going to try the uh, Sony Edge Analytics. Uh, we're going to try, um, the, I guess, the, the Poly X50, Studio X50 in some smaller spaces and we're going to give uh, faculty, you know, a chance to come in, take a look, and, and see what might work best for them. And uh, also, we just saw the D10Me, which is like a small Android, uh, sort of a Zoom integrated device that looks somewhat interesting. So we may look at that if faculty decide, listen, I, I can't be in the classroom. 
I'm going to teach from home. And if they're allowed to, we have to look for some options for home setups for those people. But, uh, you know, working remotely as far as online uh, tech support, in some cases on the collaboration side, my groups actually work better. Um, mm -hmm. it, it's quite interesting. Uh, but, yeah, we are preparing to get, you know, and, and the other interesting part of this is now we're talking about social distancing. So in our office, we have five and six people now. Mm -hmm. The question is, is, you know, you don't have cubicles that go, you know, from uh, ceiling to floor. So they're not really offices. So the question is, is how do you mitigate that? You know, people with certain distancing. So it may come down to I have to have a couple people in the office a couple days a week. The other, yeah. other couple days a week, a couple people are in. I don't know if we're going to be able to be fully staffed unless we get other space for, you know, my team to work separately. So it, it brings up a lot of interesting questions. Yeah, that's uh, that's the thing. Our our with us, <clears throat> we actually developed uh, because our school colors are white, black, and orange. Uh, <clears throat> they literally said, "Here, you guys are gonna go team black or team orange," and we are on campus for three days, off for two days, then you know, flip and reverse that. The idea is that we'll be at less than fifty percent capacity, um, and that's staffing. That's just you know across the board. Um, I know from my own experience, um, <clears throat> there will probably be times where it'll be, yeah, Bill, listen, we know you're off today, but, uh, could you Figo and Figo? yeah, James is already nodding his head. It's like, yeah, there's only, there's only so many, uh, folks that are going to be able to juggle chainsaws. Um, so far though, luckily for us, I think the most, the only major issue we've had with folks and Rob, you'll laugh at me about this has been teaching our faculty how to use the breakout rooms and then bring folks back from the breakout rooms. <laughs> yeah. it, looks like it looks like you've dealt with that before. Yeah, you know, breakout rooms are sort of, you know, as amazing as they are, they are not intuitive and terribly user-friendly. So the tech-savvy te tech people, they get it. Mm -hmm. And they understand what they have to do, but then there's another ones that are just like, what in the world? But I mean, overall, the breakout rooms are great. Just getting in and out can be a little yeah. bit of a challenge. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it, as I say, it's, and that's the other thing too. Like, uh, I laugh because some folks are like, oh, well, WebEx can do that. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not. Uh, long story short, folks, I have more faith in Zoom only because uh, literally the guy who founded Zoom used to be the lead the lead developer over at webex and you know he brought up some stuff to cisco and they went yeah no we're good as it is and then he went and founded zoom and so did yeah he tried to start basically what is zoom uh as uh show and share at yeah. cisco or it, was it with tanberg at the time or cisco yeah uh it's yeah. kind of a, kind of it's a change over time yeah uh, but yeah and they built it, sold it, and abandoned it. I know we we lost a big chunk of money. Yeah, we we bought into we bought into it and ended up. They demoed a beta version, not telling it was beta. We bought the beta, and it never made it into production. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh dear. All right, so Mr. Tyner, what have you? Uh, as I say, what's on the horizon for uh, you? As I say, you and your your fine folks, or for you, it's just I mean, like. We're already we're already in remote mode. No, I mean we're my part of my staff's working remote. My uh, my AV techs are on campus. They've been on campus for six weeks. Uh, I'm on campus two or three days a week. 
Uh, we are, you know, one thing that's fortunate about being in Maine, I guess, is that we're in a fairly good place with COVID at the moment. Uh, and we have uh, full plans at this point to fully open and have all our students come back and not be doing remote unless a student chooses to. If a student chooses to, they can, they can do remote. Uh, but we are uh, planning to do a full opening. Like I said, it's, it's an interesting mixed bag with everything. Um, and Where is your opening, Scott? Yeah. Uh, we're going to, I think it's similar to what you were saying earlier. We're going to bring students back that last week of August, and we're bringing them back a third. Uh, we're testing them as soon as they get here. Two days later, we're bringing back another third. Two days later, we're bringing back another third, and we're testing them all as they come along, and then we're doing uh, testing. Uh, I think every student will get tested twice a week throughout the entire semester. If you're going to be on campus here, you're going to be tested that day. Yes. Or yeah, not, think, tested, not tested, but you're going to be screened. You have your yeah. temperature taken and you answer a bunch of questions. You get yeah, the day they arrive. Change um, color every day. It's the first thing that they do when they arrive is that they're going to go get tested. And then it's tough. I, I was talking to my wife because we dropped our daughter off at college last year. And um, it, it's, parents aren't going to be welcome in the dorms. It'll be literally, unfortunately – say bye to little Johnny on the sidewalk. <laughs> but Thanks, it's understandable. Johnny will be good with that. You know, it's interesting. We, we did surveys, and I think everybody, everybody will be the same way, and I, I think it's interesting what uh, people think and what students want. Students want to go back, and I think our results were over 90% of our students wanted to come back. Uh, really, I think even something like of that 90%, um, only 10% said with conditions. And the rest were like, no, no, we're, we're going back. <laughs> you unlock those doors and we're walking in them. Yeah. 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 I, I have a feeling with everyone being in kind of quarantine for the past couple of months, we've all kind of, you know, gone a bit stir crazy about things. And it's like, oh yes. Some sort of, so, like me, literally, like I didn't have to be on work at, on campus today, but I threw myself out here for a multitude of reasons, mostly in the fact that just, you know, some sense of normalcy, but yeah. In any event, uh, all right, guys, uh, that's about all the time we have on the show and everything for this month. Uh, Ernie, where can the fine folks find you at? You can usually find me on LinkedIn. Oh, there you go. James, where can the fine folks, uh, just as a reminder for everyone, where can the folks uh, find you for the Slack group as well as finding yourself? Um, again, they can find me on Twitter or LinkedIn. My Twitter is uh, AV underscore James King, and then uh, LinkedIn is just James King. Mr. Tyner, folks can find you at uh, Twitter. Yeah, yeah, Twitter at S Tyner, or uh, you can find me on LinkedIn as well. All right, and Mr. Raspberry. Yep, uh, find me on LinkedIn. Oh, there you go. I'm Bill O'Donnell. You can find me on LinkedIn as well. You can also find all these fine uh, podcasts on avnation. Say uh, avnation.tv. Once again, this is EdTech, part of the Avnation part of family of podcasts. As always, this is EdTech.